Welcome to the Swine Health Black Belt Podcast, the latest swine health research digested for you. Swine Health Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like Get your full value from start to finish with Ilonco. At JBI, we apply biosecurity innovation and expertise to keep your operations safe. Elbiotics, the postbiotic pioneer that helps maintain a healthy gut in pigs. Essential Ag Solutions, bringing innovative science-based solutions to livestock producers. Beringer Ingelheim, through innovative solutions, cutting-edge research, and world-class experts, Beringer Ingelheim helps producers operate with complete confidence. Learn more at swineresource.com. United Animal Health, scientifically better. Learn more at unitedanh.com. My name is Dr. Clayton Johnson, and I'm your host for the podcast. Joining me for part two of our discussion on telemedicine technologies is Dr. Meredith Peterson with the SMEC program at Iowa State University. Meredith, welcome back to the podcast as we continue our discussion on telemedicine. You mentioned Distinct, and that's a company that I've got some familiarity with and been really impressed with their approach. I mean, uh, I think they started out uh, with some interest in the hardware game, and they realized that, you know, we've got to get connectivity on these farms. They've put a lot of effort in there. I got a question for you on the cell booster. Um, Is that cell booster something that you have to bring physically in the farm, or is that an antenna you drop on the top of your vehicle on the outside? And if you got to bring it in the farm, what's the biosecurity like on that? Is it possible for a field personnel or a vet or somebody who's got to travel to take it to multiple sites? Yeah, so I typically bring it into the farm with me if I can, because that's kind of the easiest um, easiest way for me to, to just kind of keep it with me and keep that connection good the whole time. And what I do, and it's, it's worked pretty well so far, is just put it in a Ziploc baggie. Um, that way, the device itself isn't necessarily getting dirty. Um, and so I'll put it in that Ziploc baggie in the farm with me, and then we'll take it out after. And we still use like a, a intervention wipe or something like that on it after it's out of the baggie, just as an extra level um, of, of protection. But that's, that's what I've been doing. You can also set it up outside the barn and just string an antenna in. And that antenna can be disinfected as well. Very good. You know, it's a it's amazing what they can do with waterproofing various um, things. And I can remember early in my career, Dr. Jim Lowe, who's long time been a mentor for me. Um, he, uh, he used to carry around a camera um, and it was uh, kind of the old school. It wasn't when we just used our phones for cameras, like it was an actual camera, but it was a digital camera. And he would store that in a Ziploc or not, pardon me, not a Ziploc, a Rubbermaid tote, a small Rubbermaid tote in his truck and that Rubbermaid tote only had Synergize in it. He would literally just dump Synergize in that tote. And when he got done with the camera, he'd wipe it down. He would drop it in that Synergize tote and that's where it would live. And if anybody ever said, you know, hey, I'm not sure about that camera, can he come in? He would just show them this, you know, basically like almost like surgical equipment method of storage. Um, He's like, this lives, you know, so um, I just share that for uh, the spirit of any producer out there or a veterinarian who says, no, 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 we can't take any technology in our farms for biosecurity reasons. Let's think outside the box. I mean, if we can truly disinfect and sanitize things, maybe we can improve the telemedicine by moving stuff like this around. Yeah. And one thing, too, um, that we've also done is before we uh, like disinfect or clean the, the tech when we leave the farm, I've been taking an environmental sample of it. So taking like a, um, an environmental sample of the tablet or the smart glasses or the booster, 
um, and submitting that um, for, for PERS PCR testing. And we've also been testing the sites um, using oral fluids um, for PERS. And many of the sites have been positive, um, but I've never picked it up from that environmental sample on the, the tech itself. Um, obviously, that's not, you know, 100%. There's nothing on it. But we it does give me a little bit more relief that we're not picking it up. And that's before we're doing any of the cleaning. And so we're still doing that cleaning and disinfection component after. Um, so that's one other thing we've thought a lot about because there's, um, you know, everyone wants to keep their farm safe. Um, and I think that's great, but we also need to make sure that we're using the tech, uh, most effectively. Biosecurity works. Just got to be done right. That's right. <laughs> Meredith, who is going to be the primary driver of telemedicine? And when I say who, I'm not looking for a name. I'm looking for more like um, a role in the industry. Is it going to be veterinarians who say, I'm sick of driving four hours a day and you know not being home and all that stuff. And I, I want more efficient use of my time. And so I'm, you know, veterinary clinics are going to invest in telemedicine platforms. Is it producers who are going to say, I don't want to pay Clayton or whoever the mileage fee, the trip fee to drive all the way out here to look at pigs. It takes them 30 minutes to look at and come up with a diagnosis and a treatment plan. Um, you know, I want to save that cost and I'm going to drive this telemedicine thing. Or do you think it'll really be the, the telemedicine companies, the, the platforms like a vet now that's going to put together a package that's just so good that, you know, it doesn't matter who's going to, going to lead it. It's a, it's a no brainer for everybody to adopt. Do you have any thoughts on who will be the primary driver there? Yeah, I think that's a hard question to answer. Um, it's probably going to be a combination of those things. Um, but I think ultimately it's within a veterinary clinic or a production system. In my opinion, it kind of needs someone to, to champion the veter the telemedicine, um, I guess, incentive for that company. So it takes, it takes time to understand the technology um, and, and kind of train people on how to use it. Um, and it takes someone with the right temperament too, right? So there's not always, um, I guess, tech has issues. And, and you know, we see that in, in Zoom calls when, when we can't hear someone, things like that. And so um, I guess I'm not, I'm not sure which group will maybe have the biggest impact. I'd, I'd like to say veterinarians because um, I think we're kind of a, an innovative, innovative group. And, and like you mentioned, there's some, some real challenges right now, in, in the, especially for swine vets. Um, uh, with with the lifestyle and the the amount of time on the road, um, and it's really a good way to be more efficient in what you're doing. Um, I think with that too, we may um, have to implement it if we have something like a foreign animal disease outbreak where we need to bolster that surge capacity for samplers, um, or you know a veterinarian goes to a positive site and now can't go to another site, and so um, we may be we may be forced into it if we if we have to to just cover more more ground with the resources we have. Meredith, we've danced around a, um, a potential big problem with using telemedicine, and I want to talk a little bit about it. You mentioned it with the validation results, but the regulatory piece. Um, and until we can really use telemedicine to complete some regulatory tasks, it's hard to see people embracing it full force, and using it as, as best you could. Because there are a lot of visits that we do that are simply regulatory in nature, right? Veterinarians are responsible for protecting the food safety of our, our food supply chain. And we take that very, very seriously. Um, do you foresee a path where we could complete our regulatory requirements, say a CVI type um, inspection, 
Um, do you think that's possible in the future using telemedicine or is that always going to be a no-go and we're going to be stuck with, no, nope, it's just got to be a vet, boots on the ground, taking a look at the pigs with um, their own eyes? Right. Well, I like to think of myself as an optimist. So I do think in the future um, it's possible. Do I think with the tech that we have today that it's, it's an appropriate use? I'm, I'm not so sure on that one. Um, especially, I think, like I mentioned, the treatment mark um, uh, concern that we we discovered in our work so far. I'm not I'm not sure that we'll with with the technology we have today. I'm not sure that we can detect things that are subtle as well um, via telemedicine as we could in person. Um, I'm I'm optimistic that the technology will advance to that point, um, but I don't necessarily think we're there today, and so. Um, that's kind of what I'm, I'm hoping my research will, um, help contribute to what, what we can and can't see and help those, um, you know, regulatory officials and the state vets, um, understand the capabilities and limitations of telemedicine to make, you know, evidence-based or informed decisions on what we, we can and can't do. Have you dug in Meredith to, uh, like the artificial intelligence or machine learning side of things as you've thought about telemedicine? Um, you know, the ability for a producer to call into a phone line and answer a series of questions that further kind of characterizes the signalment and history of the case, right? Use the soap process. We all learned in vet school that ultimately helped to push that producer to a specialist, you know, swine vet first, right? But then a specialist within the swine species, a reproductive problem, a specific infectious disorder, those sorts of things. Have you dug into that side of it at all and, and how that might play with telemedicine to improve the quality of services overall? Yeah, so I haven't through through my work, most of my work has all been focused on these live synchronous connections from farm to veterinarian. But I think one thing that you mentioned that I think there's a lot of, um, well, I think AI offers a lot of value in terms of telemedicine. Um, it's not my area of expertise, but I do think it offers a lot of value. I think another thing you mentioned was, um, you know, that first step being the veterinarian, but then um, to kind of like a more specialized um, uh, person. And I think one thing um, that, at least from a regulatory perspective, is um, right now we can do like vet to vet kind of consultations. And so um, if there's a swine veterinarian on the farm, I think connecting to the diagnostic labs um, and some of those those specialists on cases that they're struggling with offers a lot of value to the producer as well, because you can get get the eyes of someone who maybe is um, more specialized in in whatever you're seeing um, on those pigs. And then ultimately, you as the veterinarian still have that VCPR with the farm and you're on the farm in person. And so I think that's an area that um, could be definitely utilized um, more. Even better than artificial intelligence, we can use the human intelligence that's available. It's just sitting in a different spot. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Very good. At Essential Ag, pork production is our life. We understand the real-world challenges producers face, and that is why we strive to bring research-driven solutions to the industry. The team at Essential Ag is working hard every day to find and deliver innovative technologies to you because we are passionate about solving your problems. Lasonia infection poses a major threat to pig gut health, negatively impacting performance and the ability to fend off other pathogens. Fight Lasonia at the site of infection with Enterosol ileitis from Barringer Ingelheim, 
a convenient oral vaccine that stimulates a direct immune response. Talk to your Behringer Ingelheim representative to learn more. Thank you, Dr. Peterson. Tremendous information. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing that with us. Uh, this completes our episode with Dr. Meredith Peterson on telemedicine. To our audience, please check us out at swinehealthblackbelt.com. And please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any of our outstanding episodes. Thanks, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. Hey, everyone. We're always searching for the latest and greatest research to share each week. If you have a swine health-related research trial and would like to come on the show to talk about it with me and share it with our audience, feel free to send an email to healthblackbelt at swineit.com, and we would love to take a look at your research.